Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day six of our No Offense devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick with the Devo. Let's do it. The first scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, and it says this. Now, regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols, yes, we know that we all have knowledge about this issue, but while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much, but the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. And the next scripture is Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. And it says this, Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. The devotional is titled, Delight in Being Wrong. It says this, Most of us relish being right, but what if we need to learn to delight in being wrong? Think about it. When we're convinced that our perspective is right, we're not open to listening to others or learning from others. But we often grow the most when faced with new information or new points of view. We see this play out in Luke 10 when Jesus visits Mary and Martha. Martha is busy cleaning, cooking, and preparing for their visit with the Savior of the world. Meanwhile, her sister Mary gives Jesus her undivided attention, listening to him and spending time with him, not helping with the preparations. Martha is pretty irritated, and soon enough, she confronts Jesus about this, saying, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha is convinced she's right, and her anger backs her up. After all, she's been doing all the work, and Mary is just sitting around. Surely, Jesus will give her the justice she deserves and rebuke Mary, right? Wrong. Jesus looks at Martha and replies, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. In her anger, Martha didn't even recognize that she was wrong. She was worked up about something that didn't really matter, while the person she was angry at was doing the right thing. Often, the same is true for us. We convince ourselves that we're right and they're wrong, so we're better and they need to know it. But our perspective is often incomplete. When we take some time to truly listen to others and listen to God, we might discover that we're not actually right, or maybe it's not as black and white as we thought. And when confronted with that new information, we have a choice. We can get even angrier that we're wrong, or we can delight in being wrong, choosing to be thankful for the opportunity to learn and grow. So next time you come across a view that you disagree with, adopt a growth mindset. Instead of reacting in anger or boosting your pride, 
consider why someone else has that perspective. Mm. Listening to understand may not change your mind, but it can expand your heart. So instead of dismissing or criticizing someone's view, choose to show empathy and delight in the fact that we don't always know whether we're right, but we can always choose to show love. Yes, yeah, is so good. And to be honest with you, I'm so guilty of this. Mm-hmm. I spend so much of my time and energy trying to do the right thing that I will get angry if I see someone doing the wrong thing. But the thing is, is I don't know their life. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they come from. I don't know what they've been through, which led them to make these decisions. And I think it was just such a healthier mindset to have a cur- a curious mindset as you want to love on people versus a judgmental mindset. Yeah. Because I'm just projecting my, oh, well, you're not living like me. You're not doing the things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so clearly that's why you got what you got because of your actions versus trying to say, well, oh, wait a second. I don't know how they've been hurt. I don't know what they've been through. I don't know their upbringing that would maybe led that that would, that would have led to them having the perspective that they currently have. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a powerful tool in our belt to know that we don't have to, we don't have to force our rightness onto people. We don't have to do that. Because God's truth will always prevail. And so we just get to be a conduit of his love to his people mm-hmm. and just try to love people well. And it takes the pressure of us trying to force people to change and all these things. And there was something else I was going to say. Um, and it was about the whole like Mary and Martha thing. And I know that we we can bash Martha a lot. It's sometimes she's an easy target in scripture. And what's funny is, is typically like if we were to be in that position, we would be Martha, you know, not all of us. I know some of you out there listening are like, no, I'm definitely a Mary. (laughs) But the thing is, is Martha was trying to do something for Jesus and Mary was trying to do something with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so I would ask yourself as you are walking through life and whether you are preparing a meal for a friend or you're going to go comfort somebody, or you're going to work, or you're cleaning your house, or whatever it may be, I would ask yourself, are you doing this for him, or are you doing this with him? Because we have the privilege of doing things with Christ. Yeah, He sent the spirit down to dwell with us in us so that way we can do things with him, not just for him. And I think that 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 combination of doing things with him will help us have that fresh perspective to be gentle as we share love and truth. And this is just such a great um, gut check to remember that like, we don't know what someone's been through. And so let's not just always be walking around casting judgment on people. Yeah, that's so good. It reminds me of the verse in revelation three, where it says, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Mm. And just that thought of the Lord standing there knocking at your door. And if you have the ability to quiet the noise, to actually hear it, to invite him in, right? And to do life with him in every capacity, in every conversation, he goes before us. He indwells within us. Like, that's the craziest thought to me. And that was just a total side note from just mm-hmm. what you what you shared. But 
um, something else I wanted to talk about is that whole idea and delighting and being wrong because that is tough. Mm-hmm. Like that does not come naturally to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I was totally wrong in this situation. But we have to think about all the times in Proverbs where it's like, we actually need to take delight when we are being corrected. And what a joy and what a privilege when we're wrong, if we can look at it from that growth mindset Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. I was wrong. And now I have the chance to do something different next time. And it not being this thing that wounds our pride and Mm -hmm. cuts at our identity. And it's like, woe is me. I can't believe I was wrong. But instead taking that humble stance and saying, okay, you know what? Instead, I'm going to humbly admit that I'm wrong in this situation. And I look forward to doing it differently next time. Um, And that's something that's just encouraging to me because I think it's so easy to get caught up in wanting to be right and wanting to show that other person why you did what you did or said what you said or acted the way you did, et cetera. Um, and so, yeah, it was just convicting yeah. to me. Yeah. And to be honest, it's, it's wild how relatable that makes you, mm-hmm. you know, right now we're even seeing this huge shift on social media right now where people are really desiring like relatable content. Like there is a season there where it was all about, you see those like different YouTubers who have like the Lamborghini cars or they're showing their multi-million dollar, like New York mansion, all this stuff. And it's so like, wow, I would aspire for that but you're seeing a shift now where people want what's relatable. They want someone to say, Oh, I messed up there too. Oh, I didn't understand that. Or, you know, and it just feels more real. And I love the idea of us not taking moments where people correct us or we're correcting them as this prideful hit to our ego or to their ego versus us all realizing like, Hey, we are all on this floating rock together trying to figure life out. So let's sharpen each other. That's literally what scripture says. And so if we think that we're too sharp for our own good, then we are wrong. Mm -hmm. We can always be learning and always be growing and always be acting better in his love that he gives us. And so I just think it's something that we don't need to scoff at and just, and run away from when it comes to being wrong. Now, granted, it's not like fun, But when you have that mindset of like, oh, wow, I'm becoming more like him, Mm -hmm. then that's a win. And so we don't have to feel bad about that. Exactly. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this encouragement today. We just pray that you would help us delight when we are wrong, Father, and look at it as a chance to grow more and more into your image, Father. I pray that you would just... Help us remove any pride that still remains in us, Father, for we know that pride comes before the fall, Father. And so instead, would you just rise up a whole new level of love? Would you remind us that we get to do this life with you? And in every situation, you are there, Father. I just pray that you would open our spiritual eyes to see that, Would you open our spiritual ears to hear you, hear your voice, hear your convictions, Father, and that we would take delight and joy in that, Father. We love you and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. I'll beat the Zane.